The movement says it represents Christianity and spirituality, but has little to do with the Bible. What is this movement all about? Who are its leaders? A former member of the New Age movement will explain in the next hour. It's a false peace, and uh, it's talked about in Daniel 8, 24-25. It says that Antichrist, it says, by peace he shall destroy many. And it even says that he will destroy wonderfully. And if you look at the New Age teachings, they look really wonderful to those of us that are subscribing to them at the time. The prophet Jeremiah, Jeremiah 5, 30-31, he said, A wonderful and a horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and my people love to have it so. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be a better description of Oprah Winfrey. This is Understanding the Times Radio with Jan Martell. Jan and Eric Barger meet today with an author and speaker who has specialized in the New Age movement, Warren Smith. Warren has written extensively on spiritual deception and has spoken on radio, television, at seminars and conferences. He's the author of five books outlining the dangers of deception. For today's program, let's join Jan Martell and Eric Barger. And welcome to the program. You know, we look at news, views, truth from a decidedly biblical perspective. And we have not had an update on what is called the New Spirituality, also known as the New Age Movement, in some time. Some feel this movement died out some years ago, but in fact, it is still around, repackaged, and kind of rebranded in a lot of ways. And we're going to talk about that. Warren Smith is a former member of the New Age Movement. He continues to sound a warning, and he's going to be with me for the entire hour. Eric Barger is back in studio with me. And Eric, you've got a little experience in this movement, and you always say before it was named New Age, but nonetheless, you understand it better than a lot of people do. Yeah, you and I both do. And I think many of us who are are now speaking out about this are doing so because we see the dangers of it. We see how it's become so mainstream and how uh, so many Christians have uh, identified uh, with different facets of it and and drug those things into their lives. So that's, that's part of what this is all about. It's a warning as well as information to folks. And we're going to say more about booklets and a book that we are offering throughout the program because it will help you understand the nature of the rather sinister topic that we have here for the hour. Warren Smith, uh, welcome back to the program. Thanks. Good to be with you. Warren, you too have a, a rather blatant New Age background. Give, <laughs> us a, give us a rundown and more importantly, how and why you got out. I got into the New Age uh, inadvertently. It wasn't because I was uh, some big uh, great spirit seeker. I was uh, having dinner with a woman that I was trying to date, and she asked me if I wanted to see a psychic who was coming into town that was a friend of a friend of hers, and I very hesitatingly did. And the psychic reading turned out to be the turning point that got me very involved in the New Age, because towards the end of the reading, there was a whirling sensation over my head, very disconcerting. I, I didn't know what was going on. Without my saying anything, she said, are you aware there's a ball of light over your head right now? And I said, I don't know what that is, but I feel it. She said, it's a ball of light. And I said, what's it doing there? And she said, you have a lot of help on the other side. Mm. She had been very credible in what she told me. For those who are familiar with Deuteronomy 13, 1 through 13, and to help us understand what the Bible really means. And I'm sure Eric can understand that phrase that we were susceptible to. It's like, oh, we need to understand what the Bible really means, not just taking it literally. So the Course in Miracles, Jesus had a number of teachings. I'll just do a couple of them just so people have an idea of just how blasphemous this Jesus of the New Age Course in Miracles is. This Jesus said that the recognition of God is the recognition of yourself. He said that the journey to the cross should be the last useless journey. And he 
said that we are not to make the pathetic error of clinging to the old rugged cross. Atonement is at one minute. It's not the classical atonement in the Bible where Jesus died for our sins on the cross. There is no sin. Atonement is at one minute. And that's the bottom line that, that I learned. All these things that I did all taught me the same basic bottom line, and that is that we are all one because we are all God, because God is in everyone mm. and everything. And that teaching alone can turn everything upside down, and the New Age spirit world has made it clear that that's where they're coming from. And by the way, The Course in Miracles is the set of teachings that Oprah Winfrey in 1992, when she introduced it on her program, The Oprah Winfrey Show, she said that the teachings of A Course in Miracles can change the world. People need to understand the New Age is not some kind of fluffy Shirley MacLaine running down the beach saying, I am God with uh, bubbles going in the air and uh, rainbows and things like that. This is a very serious antichrist philosophy mm -hmm. that's worked its way not only into the world, especially through people like Oprah Winfrey, but also it's now in the church. We just recently did a booklet on this. I called it Be Still and Know That You Are Not God. God is not in everyone and everything. So at the height of all this stuff, I really felt that I was on the cutting edge of a whole new movement that was going to help bring world peace. It was going to cut through all the differences of different religions. I was pretty much a, a new age evangelist in my community in Northern California. I was getting people to read The Course in Miracles. And then some very strange things happened in our life. My wife was a therapeutic massage person, and one of the people that came into her practice, something very evil came with him. We didn't recognize it as such, but to cut right through it and make a long story short, we suddenly had to deal with something that was dark. And in the New Age, things aren't dark or evil. And what happened finally was I found the answer in a bookstore, a regular bookstore. When I was looking through the New Age section, I found a book called The Beautiful Side of Evil by Johanna Michelson, and it laid everything out. And as a matter of fact, as I was reading scripture for the first time, as I was understanding that everything that I'd been involved in had a whole upside down meaning, a man came off the street, a homeless mentally ill man came off the street and came right to where I was reading and started screaming at me and asking me if I was going to buy that book. Are you going to buy that book or what? And I realized that evil was not only real, it could be orchestrated to come right into the store. So it took a little while, Jan, Eric, but uh, we, we got it. We didn't convert that night. We're pretty hardcore when we're in the new age, mm -hmm. but uh, thank God we, we realized that Jesus Christ was Lord and Savior. He wasn't somebody that was in each and every one of us as the new age and as Oprah's teaching everybody. Well, we are carrying one of your books. It's called False Christ Coming. Does anybody care? And then you have a subtitle. You say what new age leaders really have in store for America, the church, and the world. Can you be succinct and tell me what do new age or new spirituality leaders have in store for America the church in the world? It's a false peace, and uh, it's talked about in Daniel 8, 24-25. It says that Antichrist, it says, by peace he shall destroy many, and it even says that he will destroy wonderfully. And if you look at the New Age teachings, they look really wonderful to those of us that are subscribing to them at the time. The prophet Jeremiah, Jeremiah 5, 30-31, he said, a wonderful and a horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and my people love to have it so. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be a better description of Oprah Winfrey. What she's doing really looks good to most people. What she's teaching, that Christ is in everyone, that the journey to the cross is the last useless journey. Also in The Course of Miracles, the Jesus of A Course of Miracles says that a slain Christ has no meaning. That's part of the set of teachings that Oprah had in 2008 taught by Marianne Williamson on a daily basis on her Oprah and Friends radio network. I was right about the time that she had Eckhart Tolle on the webinar. The whole purpose of the New Age is to get everyone 
to believe that Jesus, that Christ, God, is in everyone and everything. And when we awaken to that understanding that we are God, then we all connect, and as God, we together can change the world because we become the new rule makers because we're all God. It sounds pretty convoluted, it sounds kind of strange, but believe me, it's in full effect. And one thing I wanted to say about your introduction, the New Age, for those of us that came out of it, it has never gone away. It has only grown exponentially. Yeah. It's just that it's not been talked about. It's been kept kind of on the sidelines. And unfortunately, most Christian leaders aren't addressing the reality of what's going on. And that's the sad fact. If you just joined me, you're listening to Understanding the Times Radio, and I'm Jan Markell. I have on the line Warren Smith. We're talking about, well, some New Age-related topics. Eric Barger's in the studio with me. Eric, I know you wanted to weigh in. As you look back and you see what's happened, the phrase New Age or New Age movement isn't used, especially by those who are in it, at least not not roundly. But boy, it's, it's out there in all these different forms. I think what got my attention about Oprah's impact upon this is when USA Today wrote back in 2008, it was actually in June of 2008, they said cultural agenda is set by Oprah, not religious leaders. Warren, I, I think that's true. What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, she's a media superstar. Eric, you know, you can speak to this too, but those of us that were involved in the New Age, you know, we were very sincere about what we believed. It wasn't like we were dripping evil, obvious to other people. It was like we really were fired up about what we were doing. And I think that although Oprah is sincere, she's sincerely wrong in bringing the absolute opposite of Christianity into people's living rooms. But I think that the fact that her show is so widespread, it goes throughout Europe. I know that uh, people just everywhere look to her, what she's teaching, and believe it because she just seems so credible. Warren, and I want to move on to some real specific Oprah Winfrey issues. But before I do that, I want to ask you this question. You refer to a world crisis. Are the New Agers looking towards a world crisis to bring all of this into reality? Absolutely. The Jesus of A Course in Miracles basically said that he was delivering these, what are false teachings, to a world that's in crisis because mm-hmm. there's a sort of a celestial speed up that's going on and the answers need to come. And I sometimes give the example, when I was a kid in the, the old westerns, the, the bad guy shot at the good guy's feet and he said, dance. And while he was dancing, he told him what he wanted him to do. That's kind of what I see going on, which is the world is being put up against the wall. And, and here's how we get out of it. We need to recognize that we're not sinners, the New Age would say. Okay. We need to recognize that we're God. You know, and thank you for clarifying that. What I'd like to do, because I, I kind of want to move into talking about Winfrey, at least for a few minutes. I, I don't want to dedicate the whole program to her, but you're right. She is a serious, serious false prophet. I want to just play a quick soundbite here, because in a sense, she leads the largest church in the world. And then after this soundbite, I want to jump off and talk about some issues related to this little soundbite. Have you heard about the largest church in the world? The first service was March 3rd, 2008, with an attendance of over 300,000. The attendance is now over 2 million, and they conducted the first ever mass trance on March 17, 2008. What do they teach? Who you are requires no belief. Heaven is not a location, but refers to the inner realm of consciousness. The man on the cross is an archetypal image. He is every man and every woman. The leader's website teaches these lessons. My mind is part of God's. I am very holy. My holiness is my salvation. My salvation comes from me. Let me remember that there is no sin. Do not make the pathetic error of, quote, clinging to the old rugged cross, unquote. The only message of the crucifixion is that you can overcome the cross. Have you heard of this church? Or maybe its leader? 
Years ago, she denied Jesus is the only way. One of the mistakes that human beings make is believing that there is only one way to live and that we don't accept that there are diverse ways of being in the world, that there are millions of ways to be a human being and and many ways, no, but many paths to what you call God. And her path might be something else and when she gets there, she might call it the light. Today, she has turned her millions of adoring fans over to New Age Doctrine. Christians are letting this into their homes and are being deceived. Welcome to week number three of our New Earth web class and again, I I, um, thank you. Eckhart Tolle thanks you for joining us as we bring students and seekers together to discuss our latest book club selection, Eckhart Tolle's A New We Earth. did something last week that was uh, unprecedented. You said it's never been done before on television where you just sit there in silence. I, I, and I thought a lot of people responded to the sense of connection from that. So you want to do that again? Yes. Let's do that again. Yes, yes. Okay. So you're going to lead us in silence. And okay. simply become aware that you are breathing. The air flows in and out and you feel yourself breathing. Air flows in and out of the body. In reading books such as Tolly's, I've really op- it's really opened my eyes up to a new way of thinking, a new form of spirituality that doesn't always align with the teachings of Christianity. So my question is to you, Oprah, how have you reconciled these spiritual teachings with your Christian beliefs? Uh, I've reconciled it because I was able to open my mind about the absolute indescribable hugeness of that which we call God. I took God out of the box because I grew up in the Baptist church. Gentlemen, help us understand what we've just heard here. I mean, we've heard some outrageous statements that uh, salvation comes from me and don't cling to the old rugged cross, etc. Help us unpack this, please. A lot of that was from The Course in Miracles. And what's interesting, Oprah was about to say that the way that you can reconcile traditional Christianity with New Age Christianity is by reading the book Discover the Power Within You by Eric Butterworth. Back in 1987, Oprah had a show called The New Age Movement, and she said almost the same thing. On that program, she had Marilyn Ferguson, the author of The Aquarian Conspiracy, and Marilyn Ferguson said that there is a great heretical idea, God in everything, that can change the world. And on that program, the thing that was said by Oprah is the same thing she said in 2008. She said in the book, Discover the Power Within You by Eric Butterworth, which she said was one of the best books that she'd read, as I recall, she said that Eric Butterworth said that Jesus didn't come to tell us about his divinity, but about ours. The thing that's important is people need to see that that's 1987. Mm -hmm. Between 1987 and then that show that you just played in 2008 and up to the present, she has consistently aired one New Age leader after another, Mm -hmm. featuring their books. I've been at Barnes & Noble when people run in and go, what was that book that Oprah just mentioned? And it's phenomenal, the power, the effect that she has, the spirit that's behind what she's doing. So this has been going on for a long time, and Eric Butterworth, interestingly, If you look on the back cover of his book, and by the way, his book talks about the divinity of man over 100 times. Mm. He says, if you want to look at God, look in the mirror. So the back cover has an endorsement by Norman Vincent Peale, who was you know, reputedly a Christian minister at Marvel Collegiate Church in New York City. He was the uh, mentor to Robert Schuller, and Robert Schuller, of course, mentored many, many men like uh, Bill Hybels, Rick Warren, and others. You know, I think it's just important to note that Oprah has been the the catalyst for so many of these people becoming household names. And so it, true. It, and you look at Marianne Williamson, and you think about the, the power that suddenly became in her name the things she was able to do as the new generation found out about the Course in Miracles. I don't think we should ever 
ever forget that Helen Shookman died mm -hmm. in, in a black psychotic depression, according to, to a psychiatrist who was with her and knew her. That's where it ends up. When Satan is done with you, and Oprah will sadly find this out unless she repents, when Satan is done with you, he is done with you and you're on your own, and it's all evil at that point in time. Warren Smith says that Oprah Winfrey was willing to do everything in her power to convert humanity to a new worldview and to a new age Christianity, which is no Christianity at all. This would have been in conjunction, again, with Marianne Williamson. I'm going to ask him to explain that a little bit more when we come back. But before we do that, I just want to cite some of the booklets that we are carrying. We are carrying Oprah Winfrey's New Age Christianity, Part 1, and Oprah Winfrey's New Age Christianity, Part Part two, Neil Donald Walsh, God and Hitler. That's part one and two. We've got lots of other booklets. These are quick, easy reads. You can read them in 20, 30 minutes max. The Perfect Storm of Apostasy, an introduction to the Kansas City Prophets and other Latter-day prognosticators. The Message Bible, a breach of the truth. Preparing for perilous times and finding God's peace in the midst of them. Six questions every gay person should ask. Many, many more booklets. Is your church doing spiritual formation? and olivetreeviews.org, olivetreeviews.org, and uh, just go to pamphlets to find about 40 that we now carry. And I'm coming back. Don't go away. Thanks for joining us for today's Understanding the Times. We know you're enjoying Jen and Eric's conversation with Warren Smith. You can get a copy of today's broadcast. Just download this edition from our website. Visit olivetreeviews.org or to order a compact disc, call 763-559-4444 to write to Jan or to support this ministry. Our address is Olive Tree Ministries, Post Office Box 1452, Maple Grove, Minnesota, 55311. This weekend, we are hosting our 19th annual Understanding the Times Conference. For those who weren't able to attend or who didn't live stream the event, conference CDs and DVDs should be mailed out in mid-November. We'll notify you on the radio and on our website when these products are packaged for sale. More conversation with Warren Smith coming up. Oprah held up in his unaired interview, according to Walsh, Conversations with God book one and said, this is my favorite book. She was basically about to launch Neil Donald Walsh into the stratosphere of book sales that all of her other New Age authors. But listen to some of these quotes. This is supposedly God. The mistakes Hitler made did no harm or damage to those whose deaths he caused. Those souls were released from their earthly bondage like butterflies emerging from a cocoon. Another quote from this God of Neil Donald Walsh is that Oprah is highly recommending Neil Donald Walsh. This God says, so the first thing you have to understand, as I've already explained to you, is that Hitler didn't hurt anyone. In a sense, he didn't inflict suffering. He ended it. And then I tell you this, at the moment of your death, you will realize the greatest freedom, the greatest peace, the greatest joy, and the greatest love you've ever known. Shall we therefore punish Br'er Fox for throwing Br'er Rabbit into the Briar Patch? Walsh, in his Insiders Conference, that we actually had somebody attended that and was able to take down what Walsh said in that conference, he recognized that these statements by his God were troublesome to most people, as they well should be. And so he came up with a defense, trying to defend why, and this is another quote from his God, that Hitler went to heaven. So, you know, I looked at this whole thing, and, you know, some people would say, oh, Neil Donald Walsh just made the whole thing up and he was trying to get a best-selling book. I don't think so. I don't think he would inject 
that kind of rhetoric into a book that it's a no-brainer that that's going to cause controversy. I think that the Antichrist spirit behind the New Age is setting up a framework where it will look like someday he's doing God a favor by killing people who don't go along with him. And you know what? That's exactly what Jesus said in the Bible. He said there come a day right. you know, where people will think they're doing God a favor by killing people. Now that's a very strong, severe thing that I just said. But why aren't we looking at this more carefully? Why hasn't this been brought out more? This is very dangerous stuff. You're listening to Understanding the Times Radio with Jan Markell. Stay tuned. There's much more to come. We are conducting our annual fall conference this weekend. We encourage you to call us next week to sign up for conference CDs and DVDs to be mailed out in mid-November. Here's what our attendees are hearing and what you need to hear. Won't you join Olive Tree Ministries and Jan Markell for our 19th annual Understanding the Times Conference, October 2nd and 3rd at Grace Church, Eden Prairie, Minnesota. The event is free and no registration is needed. Our speakers include Dr. Robert Jeffress. Jesus said, no man can know the day or the hour. But we also read in 2 Peter that we are to be alert. We are to be looking for and hastening the coming day of the Lord. So how close are we? Michelle Bachman. The Lord has allowed us to see how he is using politics. He's using leaders. He's using politicians. He's using foreign policy in that to bring about where we are today. Pastor Jack Hibbs. Jesus said in the last days, many false prophets and false teachers would arise. The Bible warns us over and over again. In fact, when the disciples asked Jesus what would be the sign of his coming and the end of the world, Interestingly enough, he said, beware that nobody deceives you. And from Israel, Amir Sarfati. For one government and domination of the world, you surely need one leader, don't you? They don't want governments. They want one leader. The British historian Arnold Toynbee said, the nations are ready to give the kingdoms of the world to any man who will offer us a solution to the world's problems. We will look at current events, Bible prophecy, and deception in the church. You can live stream this event for $25 and have 30-day access to all messages. For more information, visit olivetreeviews.org, olivetreeviews.org, or call us at 763-559-4444. That's 763-559-4444. Understanding the Times, where we link today with tomorrow. You're listening to a radio program for people who want to keep aware of current events in light of the Bible. We are Understanding the Times Radio with Jan Markell. We talked about this, but let's just go over it again. Do not make the pathetic error of clinging to the old rugged cross. The recognition of God is the recognition of yourself. Now, you tell me, does that sound like biblical Christianity? Of course not. This is Antichrist. And the Christ of A Course in Miracles says that if you oppose his teachings, you're Antichrist. So I hate to say it, but Oprah Winfrey has an Antichrist New Age Christianity that is no Christianity at all. Former New Age follower Warren B. Smith is today's guest on Understanding the Times. Warren continues to speak and write on how Christian leaders, wittingly or unwittingly, are leading the church into a spiritual trap. Our discussion continues now. Once again, Jan Martell. 
And welcome back. And don't forget, I like to keep in touch with you a number of ways, obviously through the website, olivetreeviews.org, but also we provide a print newsletter five times a year, e-newsletter a couple times a month. Join our Facebook, 19, 20,000 people there, Jan Markell's Olive Tree Ministries. Follow us on Twitter at Olive Tree Men. And consider being a CD subscriber. We've got oh, about 450 CD subscribers. Twice a month, you'll get a couple of CDs. You'll get a CD of every program we do. I went out of that uh, last segment, and I still have a question or two about this Marianne Williamson. But honestly, I think an issue that's very troubling, there are many people and there are many listeners right now assuming that Oprah Winfrey is truly a Christian. She says she's a Christian. Of course, many people do that, but she kind of gives herself away over and over again. But Warren Smith, how do you deal with the statement where people will come back to you with Oprah is a Christian? One of the things I did is I wrote this book with Oprah Winfrey's New Age Christianity and the Emperor's Clothes to definitively demonstrate through quote after quote why that's true. But the bottom line is that she said that the teachings of A Course in Miracles can change the world. Mm -hmm. She recommends it. She ran it on her radio program, as we mentioned before, daily. And it's reputedly new revelation from Jesus Christ. And that Jesus says that a slain Christ has no meaning. We talked about this, but let's just go over it again. Do not make the pathetic error of clinging to the old rugged cross. The recognition of God is the recognition of yourself. Now, you tell me, does that sound like biblical Christianity? Of course not. This is antichrist. And the Christ of A Course in Miracles says that if you oppose his teachings, you're antichrist. So I hate to say it, but Oprah Winfrey has an antichrist New Age Christianity yeah. Yeah. that is no Christianity at all. You know, I think the the weight of the guests she's had over yeah. and over, Jan, and I, I mentioned this off air, that Brian Weiss and Louise Hay, who's the publisher for many New Age authors and speakers, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, it, the list goes on and on. Neil Donald Walsh we're going to talk about, but mm. so many others. Who she's quoting, who she's lifting up, the eight or was it a ten-week course she did with Eckhart Tolle every month. Monday night back in, in 2008, the things she was saying and doing and the people she was putting up there, I don't care if she quoted scripture right side by side of it, you'd have to say this isn't Christianity. You know, actually, there are some who are calling her out, and, and somebody did on her own program, this is a little while ago now, and this is, again, it's Oprah who's trying to defend her way out there theology, and somebody challenges her on her program. The spirituality and the forces of God, but I also believe that there are two forces that are here with us, that we do have our, our, our God that we can depend on, but there is also a power of darkness. One of the mistakes that human beings make is believing that there is only one way to live That's and right. that we don't accept that there are diverse ways of being in the world, that there are millions of ways to be a then human how do being you please and, God? and many ways, no, but many paths to what you call God. That and her pleasing. path might be something else. And when she gets there, she might call it the light. But her loving and her kindness and her generosity brings her, if it brings her to the same point that it brings you, it doesn't matter whether she called it God along the way or not. And I guess the danger that could be on that, I mean, it's, it sounds great on the onset, but if you really look at both sides, I there could couldn't possibly be just one way. What, what about Jesus? What about Jesus? There is one way and only one way, and there that is through Jesus. Jesus. There couldn't possibly be with because a million people Because you say there isn't. There couldn't possibly be. Because you say, you intellectualize it and say there isn't. If no. you don't believe that, you're all buying into the lie. Okay, Warren, the other booklet we're carrying, because there are two that you've written, and you referred to it as a book a little earlier, 
it's really a booklet, and it's uh, Oprah Winfrey's New Age Christianity, and it's kind of part one and part two, Oprah Winfrey's New Age Christianity, Neil Donald Walsh, God, and Hitler. So it's part one and part two. And again, i got lots of booklets. Just look it up under pamphlets on our website, folks. But you say this. You say, several months after the events of 9-11, Oprah Winfrey did a special program on the 10 most memorable thinkers she had ever met. One of these memorable thinkers was a controversial New Age channeler by the name of Neil Donald Walsh, who teaches, among other things, that we are all gods and that Hitler went to heaven. Oprah's high praise of Walsh provides important insight into the strong New Age beliefs she attempts to pass off as being Christian. Okay, who's Neil Donald Walsh, and how did he turn up here with a booklet about him, God, and Hitler? Neil Donald Walsh, he had a number of different jobs over the years. He was on radio, he was a salesman, and he was very distraught one night back in 1992, and he just sort of threw everything out there into the universe towards whatever God was, and a voice came back, and it started talking to him and within him. And he wrote everything down, the conversations that they had, and these books, Conversations with God, became number one bestsellers on the New York Times bestseller list. They've been around for a long time. I think it was the first one was published in 1995. These books purport to be real conversations that Neil Donald Walsh had with God, and they all teach the same thing that Oprah's teaching. As a matter of fact, Neil Donald Walsh co-partnered with Marianne Williamson to form what was called the Global Renaissance Alliance of New Age Leaders with Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Barbara Marks Hubbard, and a number of others. It's now called the Peace Alliance. They've morphed into the Peace Alliance, and these New Age leaders have really sponsored a bill that's before Congress to establish a peace department cabinet level, and it's all run by uh, this whole New Age motivation. So Oprah Winfrey ran a very short clip, I think it was in January of 2002, just after 9-11, she played a short, innocent clip of Neil Donald Walsh just making some statement. And it came from an interview. She didn't say this, but it came from a two-hour interview that she had done with Neil Donald Walsh that had been unaired for several years. And the reason that it was unaired is because her staff said this. Neil Donald Walsh at an insider's conference said that they did not air the two-hour interview because her staff said, quote, we've watched this program eight times and all of us agree it's just too soon. Neil, you're way ahead of the curve. Mm. We can't put this on now. So what she did is instead of running the, some of the controversial stuff in the interview, she ran this very innocuous two-minute clip that gave him, he said, just tremendous book sales. It was like a minute and 57 seconds, mm-hmm. and his books just took off like crazy, the conversation with God books. Jim, let me just read some of the things that Neil Donald Walsh's God told him, and most of these are in conversations with God book two. Oprah held up in this unaired interview, according to Walsh, conversations with God book one and said this is my favorite book. She was basically about to launch Neil Donald Walsh into the stratosphere of book sales that all of her other New Age authors. But listen to some of these quotes. This is supposedly God. The mistakes Hitler made did no harm or damage to those whose deaths he caused. Those souls were released from their earthly bondage like butterflies emerging from a cocoon. Another quote from this God of Neil Donald Walsh is that Oprah is highly recommending Neil Donald Walsh. This God says, so the first thing you have to understand, as I've already explained to you, is that Hitler didn't hurt anyone. In a sense, he didn't inflict suffering. He ended it. And then I tell you this, at the moment of your death, you will realize the greatest freedom, the greatest peace, the greatest joy, and the greatest love you've ever known. Shall we therefore punish Br'er Fox for throwing Br'er Rabbit into the briar patch? 
Walsh in his insiders conference that we actually had somebody attended that and was able to take down what Walsh said in the conference. He recognized that these statements by his God were troublesome to most people, as they well should be. And so he came up with a defense trying to defend why, and this is another quote from his God, that Hitler went to heaven. So, you know, I looked at this whole thing and, you know, some people would say, oh, Neil Donald Walsh just made the whole thing up and he was trying to get a best-selling book. I don't think so. I don't think he would inject that kind of rhetoric into a book that, you know, it's a no-brainer that that's going to cause controversy. I think that the Antichrist spirit behind the New Age is setting up a framework where it will look like someday he's doing God a favor mm -hmm. by killing people who don't go along with him. And you know what? That's exactly what Jesus said in the Bible. He said there come a day, right. you know, where people will think they're doing God a favor by killing people. Now, that's a very strong, severe thing that I just said. But why aren't we looking at this more carefully? Why hasn't this been brought out more? This is very dangerous stuff. And this whole idea that God is in everyone, we're being told that humanity is one body. Everyone is God. Everyone is Christ. If you don't subscribe to that, which Bible-believing Christians wouldn't, then you're like a cancer cell in that body. And a body doesn't function well if there are cells that are misfiring. And what they say in the New Age teachings that I've documented in False Christ Coming is that those cells need to be healed or eliminated. So we're not looking at New Age fluff here. We're looking at the very stuff that we were warned about in the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 3-5, Take heed that no man or woman deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. That's exactly the Christ of A Course in Miracles. We were being warned. I remember when I read that, I realized that he was warning me about me, mm. because I was believing that I was a part of Christ. And so this teaching, a little leaven leavens the whole lump, Galatians 5, 9. This leaven can turn everything upside down, and Neil Donald Walsh's God, Marianne Williamson's God, the New Age God, says that the foundational principle of this whole New Age philosophy is that God is in everything. And if, if humanity will accept that as its new foundation, then everything can change. We can have world peace. However, those kind of troublesome Bible-believing Christians are going to have to awaken to the fact that they're God, or they're going to have to be dealt with. You're listening to Understanding the Times Radio. You're hearing the voice of uh, Warren Smith. Just a word about Warren. You may have joined us late, and he's a former New Ager, part of the New Spirituality, as it's often called now. And Eric Barger is in with me today as well. And we're carrying a lot of products, and Warren is a part of some of these products. We're carrying the book that he wrote called False Christ Coming. Does anybody care? What New Age leaders really have in store for America, the church, in the world. And then we're carrying a number of booklets, and these you can read in very just 20 minutes, half an hour. 18-page booklets, very inexpensive. You need to find them under pamphlets at olivetreeviews.org. And Warren, one that we haven't talked about yet, and I'd like to move on to it, and we also need to get a little bit, well, I guess we could say what Oprah has been doing in much more recent time, and that is her association with Rob Bell, which is kind of an interesting union that happened a year or two ago. But you've also written a little pamphlet here called The Danger of Rick Warren's Daniel Plan. Dr. Oz, Dr. Amen, Dr. Hyman, the New Age Eastern Meditation Doctors Behind the Saddleback Health Program. Very, very troubling. And I've monitored this since 2011. Why on earth America's pastor Rick Warren would want to have three blatant New Age occultists into his congregation of 6,000 participating in the Daniel Plan starting in 2011. 6,000 congregants. Dr. Oz, Dr. All of them, they represent things that are just plain unstable as it concerns spiritual matters. They lean strongly towards the 
holistic health, which can be about mind, body, spirit to obtain maximum well-being. Eric, what were your thoughts when this came out back in 2011? I thought, aren't there three good doctors inside the church that have biblical values that could be used instead? But these three, so far out of uh, what we would consider biblical Christianity or what could be considered by anybody, us or anybody else. And so that was the thing that shocked me is where are the Christian doctors out there? Uh, Warren, what is your thought? Why on earth pick on these three fellows? Well, you know, I guess coming out of the New Age and knowing that uh, the plan is to sow the New Age and what was biblical Christianity together, you have to have some transitional things going on. Mm -hmm. So naturally you would start to bring people like Dr. Oz, by the way, may be a great heart surgeon, but he's a major occultist. He has an endorsement on the book by psychic Ainsley McLeod, and in McLeod's book that has the front cover endorsement by Dr. Oz, you're told 175 times how to get a spirit guide 40 times before you get to chapter one. When I, you asked Eric what his first impression was, when I heard about this, I immediately went to Rick Warren's website, and he had an interview with Dr. Oz, and it was a very straightforward interview just about medical stuff. But there was a link from Rick Warren's website over to Dr. Oz's website, and I clicked that, and the first thing I saw when I got to Dr. Oz's website was New York City want to talk to the dead. And that next week, Dr. Oz was going to have Psychic John Edward on to help the audience communicate with their deceased loved ones, which, by the way, on that John Edward type program, uh, Roma Downey did exactly that with one of her deceased parents. People are concerned about, you know, Roma Downey being called a New Ager. Well, that's her background. She's another one of these transitional people that is helping to sow the New Age and the church together. Dr. Oz is into transcendental meditation. These are all his own, you know, descriptions. He's into Reiki, which employs spirit guides. It's a body energy type thing, spirit guides. He's into the New Age teachings of Emanuel Swedenborg. It goes on and on. He's into past lives. This is another one that Oprah, you know, made in Japan, Mm -hmm. made in China, made by Oprah. He was on five years on her program. Now he has his own show, his own magazine, just like Oprah's. And he's become a very popular figure. One day you'll get some really good medical advice or nutritional tips. And then the next day he'll have the Long Island housewife, you know, communing with the dead. It's unbelievable that that more Christians aren't speaking out about this. And I think that that scripture, 1 Corinthians 14, 8, if the trumpet gives an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself for the battle? By not talking about these things, they've slipped in. And uh, we're seeing some very strange things where men that were once talking about the New Age, leaders in the church, once warning about the New Age, are now actually starting to bring some of these people into their churches and into their teachings. Saddleback Church insisted that in no way were the three doctors, who clearly have links to the occult and New Age, Saddleback says in no way they advising people with spiritual matters, these three doctors. And then I think you say, yet they lean strongly towards holistic health, which can be about body, mind, and spirit. I'm going to play it's a, about a three-minute soundbite. We'll just have time, and then we'll go into our last break here. And it's of a woman who attended this Daniel Plan a few years ago. It's her observations. She's on with Ingrid Schleter. Yeah, Dr. Oz, what's interesting about him is he's married to a gal who is a, a Reiki master. Wow. And yeah, Reiki involves dealing with spirit guides. And another interesting thing is Dr. Oz was introduced to the teachings of Emanuel Swedenborg yes. through his wife and follows his teachings. And I have in front of me uh, Dr. Walter Martin's book, The Kingdom of the Occult. And I'd like to read to you just a little segment here about who Swedenborg is. 
says on page 191 of Kingdom of the Occult, the door opened perceptibly for popularizing occultism in the Western world and merging it with Christianity in 1743 when Emanuel Swedenborg, son of a Swedish Lutheran minister, founded Swedenborgianism. His revelations and visions of the deceased marked a new trend among occultists and mediums who often relied upon seances for contact with the dead. Swedenborg claimed he had conversations with biblical characters, church fathers, and church reformers, including Moses, Jesus, Paul, Augustine, Luther, and Calvin, and many occult, esoteric, mystic, mind science, and New Age groups relied upon his groundwork for occultic contact with spirit. Here we have Dr. Oz. And in fact, go on, I want you to tell people about the book he endorsed called The Instruction. Yes, uh, there's a book that's just come out. You can find it at any, out here we have Barnes and Noble um, in Southern California. You can find it at any Barnes and Noble, but the book is called The Instruction, and the author's name is Ainsley McLeod. And McLeod, in the introduction of this book, refers to his spirit guide 36 times, and that's before we even get to chapter one and whose endorsement sits on the front cover but Dr. Oz. And from straight from the endorsement he comes to Saddleback Church to tell 6,000 people at that church and people across the country who are now going to participate in evangelical churches with this Daniel plan. So we have Dr. Amen promoting a form of meditation from Kundalini Yoga. That's that's the Christian, the, the, the professed Christian on the stage at Saddleback. We have Dr. Oz by video a proponent of the Swedenborgianism, which is occultism, communication with the dead, which is forbidden by scripture, a man who is endorsing books talking about spirit guides. So now we have Dr. Amen, Dr. Oz, and then there's Dr. Hyman, kind of uh, kind of adding to this cacophony, this new age cacophony. Now, the, and bear in mind, people, Rick Warren is supposedly leading people into health, health, holistic health, mind and body, where is the gospel. Where is the source of all health? Where is it? When I get back, we're going to take the closing segment to talk about, because we haven't left the whole New Age emphasis here, and that is the union of uh, Oprah Winfrey and Pastor Rob Bell. We'll do that. I'm coming back in just a minute or two. Don't go away. Understanding the Times, powerful content is now heard coast to coast. Our mission is to reach America with the inconvenient truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our sincere thanks to all who are helping us fulfill that mission by coming alongside of us with your prayer and financial support. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this listener-supported broadcast ministry. You can become our financial partner when you write with your gifts to Olive Tree Ministries, Post Office Box 1452, Maple Grove, Minnesota, 55311. You can donate online at olivetreeviews.org. You can also give when you call Olive Tree Ministries at 763-559-4444. Any amount is important to us. All gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for considering us in your charitable giving. We'll be right back with Warren Smith and our final segment. I invite you on an incredible journey, a breathtaking tour of God's creation wonders, visible and invisible. Watch God's creative handiwork and what His creation reveals about His character. From the power of a thunderstorm to the intricacy of DNA or snow crystals, you will marvel at our God of Wonders. This DVD, God of Wonders, is yours for a donation of any amount if you ask for it and live in the USA. 
call us at 763-559-4444, 763-559-4444, or visit us online at olivetreeviews.org. You can also send a tax-deductible gift for the DVD to Olive Tree Ministries, Box 1452, Maple Grove, Minnesota, 55311. That's Olive Tree Ministries, Box 1452, Maple Grove, Minnesota, 55311. This is Jan Markell, and our mission as a ministry calls believers to think beyond the news to see how the truth is being dismissed and rejected. Today, when many broadcasters are talking about safety, we are talking about the loss of truth. Thanks for joining me here on this radio station. saying we need a new story. We need a new worldview to bring everyone together. And did Jesus say that he came to bring everybody together? He said, no. He says, I came to bring division because truth is going to divide. It's only compromised truth that's going to bring people together. Understanding the Times continues. Here again is Jan Markell. There is nothing else on television like Super Soul Sunday. We're wired for the mysterious. Sunday. This is when I knew you were a different kind of preacher. Oprah and the Man Time Magazine named one of the most influential people in the world. Pastor and best-selling author Rob Bell. His unique take on faith and spirituality. We're all kind of taking a leap in the end, aren't we? When it comes to spirituality, this is the missing piece. Super Soul Sunday. All new this Sunday, 11 a.m., 10 Central. Only here. Well, it doesn't get any stranger. Yep, Rob Bell and Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to expand on that here in the closing segment. And before I do that, I just want to refer to, because Warren Smith made a reference to Roma Downey, another booklet we're carrying, Confused by an Angel, The Dilemma of Roma Downey's New Age Beliefs. So again, if you want to check these booklets or pamphlets out, they're under pamphlets at olivetreeviews.org. And then the book that we've referred to, this is a regular-sized book, False Christ Coming, Does Anybody Care?, what New Age Leaders Really Have in Store for America, the Church, and the World by Warren Smith. He is my guest. Eric Barger, your thoughts when you just heard the little promo there of Rob Bell and uh, Oprah Winfrey? I have believed, Jan, for a long time that Rob Bell has had a dream to merge Christianity with Eastern thought. He said so in Christianity Today magazine back in 2004. He said, this is not just the same old message with new methods. We're rediscovering Christianity as an Eastern religion, as a way of life. He makes similar statements in his book, Velvet Elvis. And when you put it in print, you're going to have to live with it the rest of your life unless you retract what you've had in print. And he's lived it out. I mean, he has proven that's where he's come from as one of, uh, using one of the old terms, one of the emergent churches, uh, most popular, if not their most popular speaker. And now to be with Oprah, I think, is really the capping jewel for him. Mm -hmm. Well, Warren Smith, what is Super Soul Sunday? It's obviously even competing with real preachers out there on Sunday. Explain. It's church with Oprah. Mm -hmm. It's the Oprah church. And it obviously diverts people away from other programs that uh, might have a more biblical and and serious presentation of, of spirituality. 
So Oprah has, you know, expanded her programming from the one Oprah Winfrey show that she had for years into this whole network. And I just wanted to say that I really agreed with what Eric just said about Rob Bell. And you've got to look at the fact we've talked about what Oprah believes and how absolutely heretical it is. And for him to be comfortable as a quote-unquote Christian, to be with somebody who's saying a slain Christ has no meaning, there's no devil, no mm-hmm. sin, that atonement is at one man. I'm looking at the catalog that came out of that The Life You Want weekend. It was like Oprah's revival tour uh, that went over the course of last year. It ended in San Jose in November of last year. 2014, and she had a special edition, an Oprah edition of Rob Bell's book, What We Talk About When We Talk About God. This present year, he's doing a tour throughout the United States. Everything is spiritual. I don't know about you, Eric, but that's really close to everything Mm -hmm. is God. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. he's exactly what Eric said, which is a transitional person who's weaving and bringing the church into an Eastern New Age, new spirituality. And what they're doing is they're staying away from like new world religion. That's too scary to use that. But they're saying we need a new story. We need a new worldview to bring everyone together. And did Jesus say that he came to bring everybody together? He said, no, he says, I came to bring division because truth is going to divide. It's only compromised truth that's going to bring people together. Apparently, the book that Bell wrote called What We Talk About When We Talk About God appealed to Oprah so much that she kicked off her Super Soul Sunday series by interviewing Rob Bell. His book was also her book of the month pick in that particular September. So whatever happened to Rob Bell, the pastor who questioned the gates of hell, he ended up, uh, because he wrote that book in 2011, Love Wins, which pushed the evangelical envelope on the nature of heaven, hell, and salvation, and basically said, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically suggested anyway, everybody goes to heaven. Now he dumped his megachurch and yoked with the queen of pop theology, Oprah Winfrey, here in the last couple of years. Eric, do you have any other thoughts on that? He had to get around the scripture somehow. I just looked at a quote that I, I wrote about some time back, and I knew I had it and couldn't, couldn't remember, but from Velvet Elvis, he said, this is part of the problem with continually insisting that one of the absolutes of the Christian faith must be that scripture and scripture alone is our guide. He says it sounds nice, but it's not true. When people say all you need is the Bible, it's simply not true. And that's the deal. It's all about biblical authority. These folks want to have the benefits of Christianity, but they don't want to have anything to do with the parameters of Christianity. Eric mentioned biblical authority. In Psalm 144, there's a very interesting statement about strange children who offer the right hand of falsehood. The right hand of God is is his authority. Jesus sits on the right hand of God. But here we're we're told in Psalm 144 about the strange children with the right hand of falsehood. It looks like the right hand. It looks good, but it's falsehood. It's not true. And I think really the the thing that maybe we're trying to encourage people to do is know your Bible, because otherwise you're going to be influenced by very persuasive people. You need to know your scriptures. Warren, you say, as a quote from you, I believe it's out of your book, False Christ Coming, you say, New New Age leaders promise peace and safety to those who go along with the New Age peace plan, but the plan is to eliminate Christianity and all of its followers. How do they plan on eliminating Christianity and all of its followers? That's a lot of people. Well, it sounds pretty preposterous, but they've got it laid out, and I laid it out in my book. The New Age says that we are heading towards a planetary Pentecost. It's going to be a global awakening. We've got people in the church, like Leonard Sweet, who say that we are on the cusp of, a, of the world's greatest spiritual awakening. Can you believe that, with what we've just heard, with the influence that people like Oprah have and what they're teaching? We're not on the cusp of a great spiritual awakening. I think we're on the cusp of a false revival that will be, I guess, the new age 
trying to join up with the church in convincing the world that there's a new compromised spirituality worldview that will help bring world peace. And they're going to be very insistent that those who don't get on board, because world peace is too important Mm -hmm. and it's for the good of the world, that those who do not get on board will be subjected to, and I'm sorry to say it, they have a term for it, the selection process. I've laid out quote after quote after quote on how they are going to enact this, and it'll all come down to probably having to do with the mark or whoever believers are here at that time. So it's all in print, and and one of the women that is instrumental in this is Barbara Marks Hubbard. Well, I was going there. I'm glad you brought her up. Go ahead. Now, for people who don't want to take her seriously, she was actually nominated for vice president at the Democratic National Convention in 1984. She's been closely aligned with Mikhail Gorbachev and other world leaders, and she's hearing from her Christ. At the beginning of my book, I have four chapters. I have The Course of Miracles Christ, I have Neil Donald Walsh's Christ, Barbara Marks Hubbard Christ, and Maitreya, the Christ who says that he's here waiting for humanity to call him forth. What I pointed out is they're all saying the same thing. They're all in line, and they're basically saying that a huge global revival is on its way, and you either get with it or you get rolled over by it. And I'm not seeing anything going on in the uh, church itself and with church leaders to really warn about the seriousness of what these people are doing. We're being told, as a matter of fact, by a number of Christian leaders that, hey, we're on the edge of a great revival. And, you know, Rodney Howard Brown, the Holy Ghost bartender, holy laughter thing, he's never gone away, and he's leading the charge for revival. And he's linked up with some very big names. He was in Washington last year with some huge names. It was his conference. And I, I think a lot of people would say, well, hey, this is all negative. Well, I mean, we're just pronouncing what's in Scripture. Jesus said it's going to get kind of tough at the end. Persecution's real. They're going to, they hated me. They're going to hate you, is what he said. I don't think we take that that seriously. They persecuted me. Interestingly, he said they called me Beelzebub or Satan. They're going to call you Satan. You know what the New Age says? The only thing satanic is not to believe in your own mm-hmm. divinity. It's all there. Uh, I have a quote at the end of False Christ Coming that says, basically, it's the forward to Hitler's Mein Kampf. And what that man says is that everything that Hitler was going to do was telegraphed ahead of time in his writings. And I've documented in my book how this is all written written down, it's all telegraphed, and it's all coming at the world in the name of Jesus, in the name of God, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Those of us that were in it, we see it, and it's just really sad to watch this whole subject almost being unaddressed by Christian leaders. And Eric, none of this is a surprise to you, is it? Not at all. And to concur with what Warren just said, the feel-good, happy-go-lucky gospel preachers, it moves right side by side sure. with the New Age, because the New Agers say we're going to you know, conquer all the, the stuff of this world and to bring in the dawning of the new age, and it's the same thing that Dominionists are saying from another angle. That's and true. The kingdom now theologies that are around us so fly in the face against the scripture. You know, earlier in the program, Jan, and I want to comment very quickly here. Sure. I was thinking the demonization of Bible believers is underway on so many fronts, I can't keep track of it. Amen. Certainly with the new age, they would claim that we are the negative mind force that has kept the new age from dawning, and when we're gone, they'll say, see, they're gone, now we're you know, we can do what we've been called to do by the force within us that has united us. And the, the problem is that force is not God. They think it is, but it's an angel of light in speaking to many of them. Gentlemen, I want to thank you so much. The insight this hour has been fascinating. False Christ coming. Does anybody care? That's the book. And then we have pamphlets. We got about 40 pamphlets. Just go to olivetreeviews.org, views as in viewpoint, olivetreeviews.org. Go to pamphlets, specific ones we've talked about today. But we've got 
many, many beyond that. Let me just say this going out of the program. Yes, there is a false Christ coming, but there is a true Christ. Jesus Christ is also coming again, and that's why there is a counterfeit. When Christ returns, the Bible asks, will he find any people of faith, or will many of them have been deceived by lying spirits that sound so good? If you're wondering about eternal issues, I'm really asking you to seek out a pastor or a friend with answers. And if we've sort of uh, piqued your curiosity this hour, be in touch with us, look into the products. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. We are a moment, you are forever, Lord of the ages, God. Thank you for joining us for today's Understanding the Times Radio with Jan Markell. You can download this edition from our website, olivetreeviews.org. You can also purchase a digital recording of this broadcast by calling 763-559-4444. When you phone, be sure to ask about our monthly subscription plan. You can help support this ministry with a tax-deductible gift. As a thank you for your donation of any size, we're offering the DVD, God of Wonders. Call us at 763-559-4444. Again, phone 763-559-4444. This offer is for residents of the USA only. Your gifts are also welcome when you write to Olive Tree Ministries, Post Office Box 1452, Maple Grove, Minnesota, 55311. Jen Arkell returns next week with more Inconvenient Truth. Thank you for listening. Sing